Welcome to The Expositor Podcast with Dr. Stephen J. Lawson. Dr. Lawson is the founder and president of One Passion Ministries. The Expositor Podcast is focused on taking your preaching to the next level. Now, here's Dr. Lawson. In this podcast, I want to continue from where I began in our last session. What are the marks of the new birth? And in our last podcast, I gave you three. The new birth is necessary, it is a second birth, and it is a birth from above. Um, The Bible has so much more to say about the new birth. And the reason I'm emphasizing this is you cannot preach the new birth until you understand what this truth is is all about. So I want to help clarify this in your thinking and to make this simple yet utterly profound. So I want to give you a fourth distinguishing mark now of the new birth, and it is this, that it is a cleansing birth. It washes away the pollution of sin. Jesus said in John 3, verse 5, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. You cannot enter the kingdom of heaven just as you are. There must be a washing a way of the spiritual filth and, and depravity within your own heart before God will put in the new heart. In Ezekiel 36, verses 25 and 26, Jesus uses this very truth when he says, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean and I will take out your heart of stone and I will put in a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you, and I will write my statutes and my ordinances on your heart, and I will cause you to walk in my way. This is the prophetic truth of regeneration that came through the ministry of Ezekiel, and it is this that Jesus picks up on in John 3 verse 5, that you must be born of water and the spirit. And again, I think it could be best translated water, comma, even the Spirit, comma. There are two metaphors used of the new birth by Jesus in John 3. One is water, the other is wind in verse 8. It is this washing of regeneration that takes place when you are born again. Titus 3 verse 5 speaks of, quote, the washing of regeneration and renewing by the Spirit, close quote. So in regeneration, before God plants a new heart into your spiritually dead soul, He first washes out the soul and He makes it clean. Why put a new heart into a dirty life? Why put a new heart into a filthy soul? No, God washes it before He puts in the new heart. This takes place in regeneration, and it is of this that the Apostle Paul writes in Ephesians 5 and verse 26, by the washing of, of water and the Word. So, it's a, it's a cleansing birth. Uh, fifth, um, it, it, it is an instantaneous birth. The new birth is not something that happens progressively. It doesn't happen, happen over an extended period of time. It happens in a moment. It happens in the twinkling of an eye. It happens in a split second. 
Now, you may not be able to pinpoint that exact moment when you were born again, and I know many Christians who, who cannot, and there are different reasons for that. I can get into that in another podcast, but the fact of the matter is, is that it was an instantaneous birth. Uh, Peter preached on the day of Pentecost and 3,000 souls were saved. He, he didn't preach on the month of Pentecost, uh, the season of Pentecost, the year of Pentecost. It was on the day of Pentecost. 3,000 souls were saved. And then later in the very chapter, it says, and day by day, the Lord was adding to their number those who were being saved. Some were being born again on Monday. Others were being born again on Tuesday. Others were being birthed into the kingdom on Wednesday. Others on Thursday. But there was a day. There was a time. There was a moment when you were birthed into the kingdom of God. Think of the Saul of Tarsus on the road to Damascus. It says, suddenly there came a light out of heaven and Jesus appeared and Jesus uh, knocked Saul off his high horse and he was birthed into the kingdom. It happened suddenly. It happened on, with uh, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch on the, uh, on, on the road as he was, the Ethiopian eunuch was returning from Jerusalem and he's reading Isaiah 53 and he hops up into the chariot and says, do you understand what you're reading? How can I unless someone explains? He preached Jesus to him, and suddenly he was born again. Think of Paul coming to Philippi. He goes to the riverside. There's some women gathered there. He preaches the gospel to them. God opens Lydia's heart, and she is instantly birthed into the kingdom. Think of later, as he's, after he's drugged through the streets of Philippi and he's put into prison, God sent an earthquake, threw open the prison gates, uh, the prison doors, and the Philippian jailer says, what must I do to be saved? Paul says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. And he believed as a result of being born again. It happened that very night. And everyone in his household, when they heard the message, it gave evidence that they had been born again. So my point is, it's an instantaneous birth. And as you preach the Word of God, there should be a sense of urgency in your preaching, calling people to, to, to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And of course they cannot, because they're spiritually dead until God bursts them into the kingdom. So may there be this sense of immediacy and urgency in your preaching, and for people to know and understand that it is a sudden work of grace in their heart. God bless you as you preach strongly the new birth.